You're listening to the Gospel Project for Adults Weekly Leader Training, helping you guide your group through its study of the storyline of Scripture. Hey there, thanks for joining us for the Weekly Leader Training for the Gospel Project for Adults. I'm Aaron Armstrong, and today we're looking at Unit 34, Session 3, Breaking Down Barriers. So in this session, we're jumping out of the book of Acts and into Ephesians chapter 2. And in Ephesians, uh, Paul is reminding his audience to hold fast to the grace of God and live out the gospel of Jesus. It is a letter promoting the reconciliation and unity found in Christ and helps us to see how the gospel breaks down barriers and unites all who have trusted in Jesus for salvation by grace through faith. In other words, this is a session that proves both the timelessness and timeliness of God's word. See, this was written nearly 2,000 years ago, but this message is as needed today as it was at the time that it was written. Uh, Much of that has to do with its resounding call toward unity. Uh, The church as the body of Christ is meant to be one. We are meant to function together. And yet, how often do we see trivial things and often significant things alike divide us in... um, a common issue that that existed in Paul's day and in the the time of the early church was the relationship between Jewish and Gentile believers. So how um, how each would relate to the gospel and understand each other and the expectations that that one had on the other, um, and so that would inevitably cause tension. Uh, be and. Indeed, there were many who followed Paul around, um, intentionally disrupting his um, uh, his mission uh, and his ministry by uh, by act by trying to tell people, following after him, saying that well, if you really want to follow Jesus, what you have to do is you have to follow the law too, as opposed to what Paul had been teaching, which is that salvation comes through faith alone. We are saved by grace through faith, and that is the only way that we are saved. That is what unites us. That is fundamental and core to the gospel. Um, And so we have to see that that's true for both the the Jewish believers and for, for Gentile believers, and that's true for all of us today as well. Um, and so Christ reconciles these two, incorporating them into one body through his work on the cross. Um, there are no obstacles separate that, that separate them. Uh, there should be no hostility uh, between anyone in the church. Um, and yet, again, this is where we find ourselves. We we um, we have been so discipled by the world and and uh, through the escalation of basically op-ed media as opposed to um, thoughtful journal thoughtful and relatively object objective journalism um, through hot taking and on social media and basically the the constant desire to gain attention by tearing someone down as opposed to building others up in in the grace 
of God and for the glory of God and in the love of God. The way that we see all believers called to at all times, especially in a letter like this. So what we need to do is, is as we are teaching this session, um, what I hope that you will do is I'll, that you'll spend a great deal of time focusing on point three, uh, which focuses on Ephesians 2, 14 through 16. Now listen to these verses. For he is our peace who made both groups one and tore down the dividing wall of hostility. In his flesh, he made uh, he made of no effect the law consisting of commands and expressed in regulations so that he might create in himself one new man from the two resulting in peace. He did this so that he might reconcile both to God in one body through the cross by which he put the hostility to death. So apply that in your group to uh, in our day. So we can do that in a number of, uh, of different ways. There's lots of, um, there are lots of dividing lines that, that we draw, um, we draw for ourselves. So whether it's, um, our political affiliations or, um, uh, or theological camps or, um, even honestly, what type of phone we use, <laughs> um, all of these things, we find, we find things that are really petty to divide over. And yet Christ has made us one. And so we need to draw ourselves back to that and, and ask this question of ourselves, um, that, which is on uh, page seven of your of your leader guide. What are some ways that we can contribute to the unity in, to unity in the church? That's one that you need to ask, but one that that I think you should back up and ask before that is what are the way what are some of the ways that we ourselves have contributed to division within our congregation, within our church, within the body uh, that we call, family because we're all guilty of this to some degree or another and so part of the way that we contribute to the unit to unity within our churches is by recognizing our complicity in uh in dividing and so we take ownership of that and we repent of it and that honestly, is, is a powerful way for us to see how we can contribute to unity within the church. Um, this is going to be a really heavy topic. It's going to be one that um, you don't want to dismiss genuine questions. You may have, um, although you may have some people who in your group are tempted to, to play the Yabut game or the, the, or the gotcha or whatever, um, and basically the you know, try to trap you and trick you into um, in, into a false statement, really saying, well, if we're not supposed to let anything divide us, does that mean that we shouldn't have debates or discussions? And of course, the answer to that is, is no, we do need to debate things um, often. Uh, and often we need to do it very strenuously because there are certain things that we cannot be uh, that 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 Christians cannot agree to disagree on. Um, this is a place where it's also going to be helpful for you to remind 
your group about about the difference between primary, secondary, and tertiary issues within the church. So um, a primary issue, something that that Christians must divide from other professing believers on, are uh, what we call uh, primary issues. So those are those are issues related to God and the gospel. So His nature, character, the um, you know things things like this. So if someone is someone in your group is say for example saying that the Trinity is a fabrication or that justification is not by is a combination of grace and works, those are first tier issues because they fundamentally alter the gospel and the nature of God um, and our understanding of that as found in scripture. And those things are not true. <laughs> um, the Trinity is the the Trinity is real. Grace uh, justification is by grace alone through faith alone. And those are essential to the, to the Christian faith. Now, something that we can disagree on are, uh, the relationship between, um, God's role and human role in salvation. We can disagree on, um, on some other issues that are secondary or even tertiary. Um, certainly we don't need to divide over music styles or carpet colors or anything like that. Uh, whatever cliche you want to throw out there or think about that comes to mind. Um, those are not things that are worth dividing over. But so, so what you want to encourage your group to see is, is how can they be a part of bringing unity in the unique way that God has gifted them for God's glory and for the good of the gospel. Thanks for listening to this week's Leader Training for the Gospel Project for Adults. For more resources to help you guide your group through this session, visit gospelproject.com.